Hello all, and welcome to another episode of King's Chaos, where, for our radio listeners, the next hour we're going to be talking about a bunch of things that you can't actually see. So, hold tight. And welcome back to another episode of King's Chaos. I am your host, Kyle Pepitone, a.k.a. the Kingpin parentheses of spades. And once more, I have a very special guest with me today. And I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Hanan Khan, correct? It's more like Hanan Khan. Ah, okay. So Hanan Khan, correct? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this is one of my friends that I've been talking with over the last few weeks, a fellow Photoshop artist like myself, and I don't want to give away all the explanations. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit to everybody who's watching? Hey, everybody. My name is Anand Khan, and I'm a digital artist. I'm not going to say that I'm a Photoshop artist because I do multiple kind of stuff like 3D, 2D animations and right. stuff like that. So I consider myself a digital artist. Nice. That's, uh, yeah, I forgot, like, digital artist <laughs> opens up a whole a whole new world of stuff. Like there's Blender, Premiere, After Effects. Uh, give me another one quick. Cinema 4D, Maya. Cinema 4D and Maya. DaVinci. Right, yeah. It's a funny that I forgot some of those because I'm currently using some of those programs in school now and they just slipped my mind completely. <laughs> yeah, this happened, this happens. Yeah. So like I said, you are a digital artist uh, like myself and uh, I believe we met through Discord, right? The Blank Layers Discord? No, actually we met through Instagram. You messaged me. You liked oh, a right. post and then you messaged me that I watch you on YouTube, your live streams. Uh, then I forgot about this that. Happened. Yeah, it's just, I'm also in this like art Discord, uh, like digital artists, traditional artists, that kind of stuff. And I, I thought that's like where we like had, we met uh, contact information, something like that. I. I, you might be in it. I don't actually know. But if you're not, I could totally send you the link after the show. Actually, I installed Discord once and uh, it didn't work in my computer. Then I installed that. <laughs> ah, dang. that's unfortunate. Yeah, like there's, I have a whole lot of issues with programs as well. And my computer probably is not ready for this upcoming school semester. I don't have the storage for it. So you said you worked in a variety of different programs, right? Yeah. So what, what was- Mostly, mostly in Photoshop and Blender. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask next. Like what program do you work <laughs> in the most? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. So what, what is your like experience with it? Like how long have you been working in each of these programs? Uh, in Photoshop, I'm working in like, uh, I'm working in Photoshop from last five years, I guess. And in Blender, I just started using Blender. Actually, I installed Blend Blender about a year ago, but I didn't like that. It was hard back yeah. then. I guess so, because it wasn't hard, because it's the program, program is the same. Yeah. But now I've learned that, uh, how yeah. it's working. So it's more easy for me. So I say Blender I'm using from last five, four or five months. Oh, not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat there. I've been using Photoshop for 
maybe four years now or something like that. And I just started picking up Blender uh, last year because, you know, the whole pandemic mm-hmm. thing kind of shut everything down. Still haven't been able out to leave my house. So it's been a rough yet productive co- last couple of months for me, at least. Yeah. It's yeah. for all of us, I guess. Yeah, that is true. Uh, how is it? Because I, I know you're not in the States, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm from Pakistan. So how is it over there in terms of this whole like quarantine lockdown thing? It's a lot better now. Everything is fine, I guess. Oh, Everything is working like before the COVID. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, we're still kind of recovering here. It's been a rocky road. We don't, we don't really know when we're going to back to the quote unquote normal. Yeah. I know about the situation in U.S. because my work is totally related to U.S. Right. So I know the situation there. Yeah. Now, with um, the whole digital art thing, like it's it's a very saturated market. Excuse the pun. But um, the whole thing is like there's millions and millions of artists out there worldwide all trying to vie for the attention of everybody else. And so how did you... Uh, separate yourself from everybody else? How did you go about developing your unique style? A style builds within the time. You can't build a style like in one month, in one year. It took a lot of time. Right. And I don't consider myself in a style I go for, like uh, I create art related to glow. My favorite thing is glow. And if I go in 3D, my favorite thing is uh, mist. Oh, the bloom. I- uh, yeah. another uh, oh, fog, fog. Oh, so like fog and mist. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still working on that in 3d. Like, I don't know how to do fog and mist in that kind of stuff yet. I'm st- I've, I've masked, I've pretty much mastered it in 2d, but 3d, I don't even know if my computer is ready for that yet. <laughs> so which computer are you using? Uh, I've got a custom built PC. Just the only thing is I don't know exactly what's in it. So I can't like throw out spec names and stuff. I know it's, I believe an i5 processor and 16 gigs of RAM at the current moment. You have the better computer than me right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I only got a four gigabytes of RAM Core i5 system and 120 GB of hard drive. Oh, that's, that's not it. bad. That's pretty cool. So, um, so you said you worked a lot with glow and uh, fog, right? Yeah, I would say that's my style. I like glow, and uh, my thing is I like saturated and dark stuff. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of your posts, and like they're they're fascinating. I love the way you like work around with the lighting and fog and stuff. You really have a very good grasp of it, and I think lighting is something. Uh, is a really hard thing for a lot of artists to understand, especially those starting off, like knowing where shadows will go, knowing how intense a glow should be, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the thing is that the person who is seeing your art don't know about this stuff. Right. They would know that there is something off, but they will not going to know what is off. So that's a plus point for us. We can create anything until we get better at that. Right. I see what you're saying. So like, because not everybody looks at art the way we do, like people who aren't artists yeah. 
have like a different perspective on it. They can tell something's wrong, but not specifically right. So we have the advantage of like extra knowledge in certain aspects of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's actually pretty cool. I never thought of it like that way. I've always thought like, I can tell what's wrong. And I just figured like everyone else could as well. And I think that's what keeps me going in order to like make a picture or a project the best it can be having that mindset like everybody else can tell something is off but yeah how how about for you what's your inspiration between each and every project what keeps you going between project after project so the followers that i have i had to produce something for them because they are following me for something that they are uh, getting from my profile so that's the thing i create and I love to create, that's why I create. But uh, to upload, I uh, usually spend not more than one hour. Oh, I have yeah. a time, I have a fixed time. I usually work 14 minutes or 40 minutes a day. And uh, whatever I make, I had to upload that. Oh, wow. That's actually really cool. Cause I think I feel, I feel like I get a little too carried away with my projects. I can spend upwards to like two, three <laughs> hours on a single piece, which, kind of slows down production a little bit. If you spend a lot of your time on a single thing, you will not gonna be better at that. You are just making that thing perfect. But if you spend your time in, on multiple projects, your skill will be up. Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess like more and more projects you do, like you can yeah. practice different things and then you have yeah. a wide range of uh, skills that you can apply to future projects. Yeah, because you will remember that uh, you will remember that what you did the last time wrong, you will not gonna do the wrong thing again. But right. if you are stick to the same project, you will do it, do it again and again and again, and it will not gonna be better. Yeah, that's true. I, I never thought. <laughs> You're basically <laughs> just teaching me everything I need to know about <laughs> digital art right now. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you, man. <sighs> but so now with. Well, let me ask you this. Out of all the programs you have used, what is your favorite to use to date? Like, which is the one you find yourself enjoying the most when you're creating artwork? The software? Yeah. Uh, Photoshop is my jam, but right now I'm more interested in 3D, so I'm using Blender, but not that much. Right. It's okay. still Photoshop is my jam. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could totally vibe with that. Photoshop is a little hard. I will admit it's not the easiest program to learn. I mean, a lot of programs aren't easy to learn the ins and outs of, but once you get the hang of it, it's really fun to go in there and just pretty much do anything you can think of. Uh, do you familiar with the rule, uh, 80-20 rule? It sounds familiar, but I don't know exactly what it is. So it's a rule that a lot of artists use, uh, uh, mainly in digital work, is like 80% uh, of outcome comes with 20% of income or oh. input. Oh, so okay. if you learn only 20% of the tools that are important, you can create most of your work with only that knowledge. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. actually know that. It's That's really cool. Wow. Okay. So, so when you learn 20%, your half, uh, more than half of your work is done. When you learn 20% of your work. 
did not know that. Definitely something I want to write down for the future. All right, cool. So um, what out of all the digital art, well, we went through what your favorite program is to use. You said you were doing a mix of like Photoshop and Blender currently, and that uh, like me, you think Photoshop is, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think Photoshop is like one of the coolest programs out there. Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's been around for 20, around 40-ish years almost. Really? Yeah, I, I, was, I was looking this up a little bit before the show, but um, Photoshop originally came out in 1987, which is 34 years ago. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, just, just to think about that, like, because obviously technology advances very fast and stuff. But to think of it like this program, which is still advanced by today, I don't know about advanced, but still revolutionary by today's standard, came out so much longer ago than I originally thought. Yeah. Uh, which version of Photoshop you are using right now? I think I'm using the most updated version. And which one is your favorite? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, I like the features they add with each and every update. I, I've, I was stuck using 2017 version, I think, for a long while, just because I never got around to updating it on my computer. But then once I got like the new, my new computer and stuff, it automatically updated. And I was able to use all the new skills that I was taught in school, but couldn't apply because I didn't have the correct version yet. Oh, my favorite version is CS6. Nice. Like, it has everything that you need. Right. So that's it. I mean, everything is important. <laughs> so now, with the Photoshop and Blender that you've been doing, what has been the hardest part of um, the programs? Like, what's the hardest skill you've had to learn when creating digital artwork? It's a funny story, I think. Uh, when I started Photoshop five years ago, I wasn't able to find a way to open a photo in Photoshop for six months. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, how, how would you, how <laughs> were you doing it beforehand then? Five years ago, I even don't know how to use, I, I even didn't know how to use computers. So I was just messing around with the mouse and the keyboard. And I was thinking that it will open something, but it didn't happen. One day I accidentally drop a photo from a folder to Photoshop and it just opened and it gave me hope. <laughs> Learning by accident. I love to hear it. So like after, after that, after like all the basics and stuff, like what, what, what was your process? Like how did you go about learning the uh, ins and outs or like the 20% of Photoshop, like you said? I would say I never go for a process. I just go with the flow. I watch some tutorials and uh, learn something from them, then from the other tutorials like that, and then combine all the tools that I know and create something. I, like, I didn't go like I would learn this tool first, then the other tool, then the other tool. Oh, I never okay. go like that. That's a good way of doing things. I, I kind of like... So for me, I kind of have like an idea in my head, like I'll think of a project. I won't plan, I'm, I'm bad at planning. So like I'll do a quick little sketch and then know exactly how I want it to look and then go through that and then 
whatever skills I need for that project, I'll then learn. I don't know if that's the greatest way of doing things, but so far it's pretty much worked for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you watch uh, interview an interview that uh, ran from Corridor Crew did with the Blender Group or I think Andrew Kramer? Oh, I in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I I, I I know both of those channels, but I don't actually think I saw the interview, which is a shame because I love both of those channels a lot. <laughs> so in that interview, Rand said a thing like. Uh, you never learn a tool. You learn a tool by learning an effect. Like uh, he did a really good example. If you are learning how to create, a, he was talking about videos. So I'm gonna give the example of video. So if you are learning how to do muzzle flashes, you will learn how screen blending would work, right. how scaling work, how light will affect the surrounding of like the muzzle flash. You will learn these things like you will learn pen tool. So you will not going to learn the effect. You learn the tool by learning, uh, by learning the effect. Right. Yeah. I, I, so if, if I learn how to create glow, I will learn how to create linear dodge blending mode, how to right. use linear dodge blending mode. And if I am teaching, you will learn how to uh, create particles, glowing particles. Yeah. I love particles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because that's always been my thing. It's not, well, in, in my uh, journey through art, it's not, you don't want to know how to do the effect. You want to know the process of doing the effect and what each yeah. component does. That way you can apply what each component does to something different and not only make a different version of the previous effect, yeah. but try and find a different effect. Because glow, like making things actually glow has been the hardest for me to date because it never looked right. And then, like you said, it's that linear dodge and uh, blending mode that is like the yeah. key to glow. And I, I just never knew that. I'm just like, okay, well, there's something here that says outer glow. Let me use that. Boy, <laughs> was I wrong. So, uh, and another thing is that if you don't go this way, you will become a copycat. You're just going to copy the effect that you learn. You're going to follow this step by step. You will say that uh, he uh, said the opacity at 27. So I'm going to set the opacity at 27. Right. You will become a copycat. Yeah. Because like a lot of those tutorials are like, okay, here's how you do a project that looks like this. Here are the files you need. Here are the effects you need. Basically, just follow the leader at that point. But with your yeah. learn the tool approach, you can create your own stuff. And that's what I, I never do. I never follow the tutorial from the, file, from the files. I always just do it to what I'm doing at the moment and I'll apply it to that because that way I learn what it does and not how the picture should look. Yeah. So you said, so now when you say you do the 40 minute um, photo, per Photoshop, is that a mm -hmm. daily project thing you do? Yeah, it's daily, but uh, I would say that I create two projects a day. Nice. So yeah. really good output. It takes me like a maybe, well, I, I'm, oh, I'm busy with a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, obviously we're here doing a podcast, but I usually yeah. do like a thing a week, but that's only because I probably have to focus on so many other things, but two a day, that's really good. Yeah, I can manage 120 minutes a day. It's 120 nice. minutes. That's really good. No. 
It's one hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it's 80 minutes in nice. total, not 120. Right. <laughs> so now, what would you say out of all your projects to date is your favorite one? And since this is a mostly auditory show, um, can, can you like describe it to us? Like describe what it looks like? My favorite project is uh, the one I did with a girl sitting in a room and she's looking out of windows and there is a space all around her. Oh, nice. I, I think I've seen that one. Is it has, was that a more recent one or like a couple of weeks to months ago? Yeah, it's about months ago, oh, I okay. guess. Yeah, but I, I, I know this one, the one you were talking about and that, that's a really cool one. I really like it. I, I'd say for me, like I, I have this thing like, every new project I do becomes my new favorite, which might probably isn't the best accurate way to tell if something like, yeah, you know, I is have your favorite. I have a couple of favorites. Actually, I have a, a highlight section in my Instagram where I put it all my favorites. Uh, there are 11 in a guide also. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I just, a big thing about me, and I don't know if you um, go through this process while working too, but whenever I start a project and I'm just like in the beginning stage, I'm like, this is not going to turn out good. This is not going to go how I envisioned it. But by the end, it always like something about it really makes it pop. And I'm like, okay, what was I worried about? I actually like this. I don't know if you go through that too, but that's like a big thing when it comes to art for me. Might be a problem, but oh well. Yeah, when I work with ideas, this happens a lot. But my way of working is that I open a photo in Photoshop and then just start to create stuff. So this is not based on an idea. I create the idea while I'm working on it. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. That's pretty cool. So now with, your, um, with all your favorite projects, what was like the common thing that uh, tied them together? Like what was your inspiration for each one of those projects? I guess... They are, they all are glowing. They are all saturated. So that's the thing I love. Dark, glowing and saturated stuff. Nice. It's a really good contrast between dark and light. So I use darker backgrounds with glowing stuff. So this is the thing I go with. Yeah, have that like kind of pop effect, yeah. right? Draw the, draw the um, audience's mm -hmm. eye to a specific point yeah. in the project. Nice, that's cool. And so uh, I guess this already goes, you've already answered this question, but like what you like most about it is that whole glowing thing, right? The whole dark saturation contrast mm -hmm. that goes on. That's pretty cool. Now, I think, uh, actually, I do have one last thing to ask before we go on to like different little segments of the show. They're still in the art category, but they're taking a different turn of more less of an interview approach, more of a, what's your thoughts on this approach? Yeah, I, yeah, I have, I have watched your, a lot of podcasts, so I know the second stuff. <laughs> but now- Yeah, they are good, they are good. The one you did with your family, this one was, <laughs> that one was my favorite. Yeah, that seems to be a fan favorite for everybody. <laughs> but um, yeah. the whole, um, like what was the hardest project you worked on? Like the one that required learning the most new stuff, the one that really was like hard to get into that final uh, finished, finished worthy state. 
I would say I, the project I do, I don't have to learn anything anymore because I'm not going to say, I'm not going to brag about me, but I actually do know quite a Photoshop. So I don't have to learn anything to create anything anymore right. in Photoshop only. But there are a lot of things that I need to learn in Photoshop, but the project I'm going, so I don't need to learn anything anymore for the projects. So the hardest project, I would say, the one who took me a lot of time. The time I, the more time I spend on a project, the harder it gets for me. Right. So uh, the one I uh, did, I named that Free Ballerina. Uh, you may have seen that. I think so. What would describe it a little bit for like, once again, for those who can't actually see us. So it's, it was a mountain at the center and there was a girl, she was a ballerina, you know, a ballerina, right. the ballet dancer. Yeah. She was a ballet dancer standing on her foot, one foot. And behind that, there is a moon and then clouds and bloom, glow and stuff like that. It was like- So that's the one that took I created you the most that, time? Yeah. It took me a lot of time. It took me a lot of time. Well, I'm, I'm, I actually did, was able to pull it up. It, it looks really nice. The colors, are, the colors work perfectly and the, um, the image pops, the glow, what you were talking about. It all goes together really nicely. And uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, that one will be appearing on screen as well, as well as uh, the other one you talked good. about before. And we are back on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair and another episode of King's Chaos. We have two very special digital artists speaking with you today, me, myself, number one, and Hanan Han as our other guest, That's our special perfect. guest. Awesome. Glad to know I got <laughs> it right. But now, when we last left off, we were talking about um, your career. Uh, yeah, I guess you can call it a career. Uh, but your journey as a digital artist, the programs you've used, how you come about, all your picture, uh, all your works and stuff like that. But now I really want to uh, get your opinion on like the art community in general, because there are some things that I find that I'm not exactly sure how I feel when it comes to the art thing. So like, number one, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but a thing uh, I've heard in the past as a digital artist is that digital art or uh, even more specifically Photoshop is not real art when it comes to stuff like uh, painting and uh, drawing and all that. So what is your opinion when people say that what we do is not air quotes, real art? I would say art is art. That's a very, very good. Art is like art is art. Singing is digital. Music making is digital, but it is still art. That is Movie true. making is digital. It is still art. So digital drawings, you are painting with your hands. It's art. That's true. Waste changes, but the thing is still, is art. Right. You know yeah. people, uh, you know people, right? Hmm? People crap. Oh, yes. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I've seen a few of his artworks. They're really cool. Yeah. Uh, he sells art, digital art. You right. know, Benny Production. He also <laughs> sells on display. So it's selling. People are buying that. They want to hang this on their wall. Yeah, that so is true. People hang art on their walls and people want to hang that on their walls. So it's art. That you is are true. creating it. It's yeah. art. Yeah, I, I, I follow both of the people you've mentioned. And 
I, I, I just want to say right now, I am blown away by Benny production and all the work he does. It's insane. Yeah, he practiced a lot. He practiced a lot. And he's, he's my, like, I'm like 19, 20-ish. I'm in that sort of age range. But he's like roughly the same age as me. And I can't believe he's doing what he's doing and got as far as he got at this age. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like legend. Yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. He, every project he comes across, he knows what he's doing. Anyone I know using Photoshop, uh, Benny is the best one of all of them. Yeah. And like a and lot. And also like, uh, also Unmej Dinda. You know Unmej Dinda? I, I, yeah, I think perfect. you sent me the post by Pixum him, right? Perfect. No, uh, he was Imad. Oh, right. I was talking about uh, Pixum Perfect. Oh, yes. Yeah, his name is Unmesh. Unmesh Dinda. Yeah, it's, he's, it's, he's also another level, on another level. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's amazing, like, what people can do with these programs when they just, you know, they have creativity and they just let it run wild. Yeah. But now... When it comes to that, like you, you said art is art and stuff like that. How, do you, are you familiar with like all the phone apps that uh, do all these special effects stuff as well? So when I started editing, I used to use, uh, I don't remember the name, Pixar. Pixar, do you know Pixar? Uh, I've heard of it. I don't actually have like any experience with it, but I've seen it floating around the internet like a lot more lately. Yeah. So uh, Pixar is good. And then the best application, uh, this is not an application. It's a website as Photoshop AE. So you can use that in your mobile. It's uh, Photoshop, but it's online. Oh, so okay. you, can do, you can do all the things that you can do in Photoshop, but it's free and it's online. So you can use that in your mobile as well. You just oh, need to have cool. internet connection. I did not know that. That's a cool one. <laughs> yeah, that's... Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of the whole, you know, like phone arts being used. And I don't, I don't know. I don't hate it per se. I'm not going to say like, oh, that's not real art because it is. It takes, it still takes some skill to learn it. And I would actually argue it probably takes a little bit more skill to learn because you don't have a keyboard handy yeah. with you when you're using your phone. So you don't have mask. You don't have object selection. You need to do it by your finger. Yeah, and it's exactly. a lot harder. Yeah, so I, the only thing like with me and smartphones, I don't know if I can ever get into it because I'm just so ingrained with mouse and keyboard, drawing tablet that just using a phone app to edit pictures just seems so foreign to me and so alien that I don't know if I would be able to like wrap my head around it. So the thing is, uh, you can create art on your mobile phone, but you can't do it professionally. Uh, okay. If you are going for professionalism, you need to have a computer. You need to create that on computer. You can't sell or you can't do freelance work on mobile, I think. Yeah, that's true. Because like, there are a lot of limitations uh, in yeah. mobile picture editing. First limitation is the resolution. Oh, yeah. You can't so, go up to a certain level of resolution, but you oh, can really? go up. You can go... Uh, a lot higher on Photoshop. Right, yeah. 
Like it's Photoshop gets a little iffy, the higher resolution you think things you do. Cause like I've been making uh, poster sized pictures and it's always like, Oh, this is too big. You got to save it as something else now. Yeah. It depends on your computer also. Right. It gets slow when you work with uh, bigger projects, but it is it's still possible. You can do that. Right. Yeah, so like, despite like technological limitations through per computer that everyone might have, it's still that higher resolution is a definite plus yeah. when it comes to digital art. Limitation is limitation is really high on Photoshop. Yeah, that's true. If you have a good computer, you can go too far with it. Yeah, that's very true. So now, um, with that being said, like, what? Uh, if people were looking to get into art, like they want to do all this kind of digital stuff, but don't exactly know where to start, what would be your um, advice? Like what program should they start off with? Where should they start off with? Install the pirated version of the software first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, then go to YouTube, search for the tutorials, watch some tutorials, you will learn everything. YouTube have, YouTube have everything. Yeah, that is true. I, I feel like I've actually learned a lot more about digital art in uh, through YouTube than I did with school. And I never, I never go to a school, an art school. I never learn it from anybody. I just watch on YouTube and then practice. Hmm. I can't, I didn't even spend an hour with a person who know how to use Photoshop. So it's totally me and YouTube. Oh, wow! That's really cool. Because like, I feel like, like school has been helpful. I will say that in some sense, but to fully learn this program without any help of um, an academic uh, institution, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, school, school can't teach you tools. Right. School can't teach you creativity. That's true. That's actually a very interesting way to look at it. Like, You'll, you'll be able to learn like how to use it, but you won't be able to learn what makes it good. What makes it yours, I should say. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's actually a very good way of looking at it. Cause I've always been like, at some point art gets too automated and it loses that personal touch. And that's always been my thing with like the phone apps. Cause I, I'll admit I went in blind. I never actually tried one to form an opinion on it. But my opinion without even trying them was always like, oh, it does everything for you. It loses that personal touch to it. But based on what you're saying, it's actually a lot more involved than I originally thought. So I'm actually really glad that that's your opinion because it's given me a better outlook on different forms of programs and different forms of making art. Uh, do you know Callop? Uh, I don't know about that one. Uh if your internet is working, uh, just find him on Instagram. He use only mobile applications and he use uh, only pictures that he take from his mobile. Oh, wow. And how, how do you spell that one? C-A-L-O-P. C-A-L-O-P. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen. So this is all um, mobile stuff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've seen these pictures floating around. I never knew they were by him, though. That's so cool. He has a really good following as well. Yeah, I, I'm 
million followers, it says on Instagram as of right now. Yeah. He did only with mobile phone stuff. That's insane. I now have a newfound respect for anybody who does it just through mobile. Well, let me be honest. I have respect for anybody who can do this. These things are stunning. I've, all the pictures I've seen from artists across the internet, I'm just absolutely blown away by the stuff they can do. Yeah. So if you spend time in learning, you can create art from rock, rocks. You can create art from wood. So yeah. it only takes time. Yeah, that's true. It's actually a really cool way of looking at it. This is actually, this is really cool. I'm, I'm glad to get like your insight on all this because you have such a unique way of looking at all this art of stuff that has never even like crossed my mind. It's insane to think about. We've just spent the last 50 or so minutes talking about uh, digital art and our, both of our journeys through it. And now we are going to jump into our final segment of Royalty Recommends. And welcome to Royalty Recommends, the end segment of the show where me and my guests both recommend one thing to our audience. And as always, the guest gets first privilege. What would I recommend? I would recommend the series. It's on Netflix. I like that a lot. Uh, you may have seen La Casa de Papel, Money Heist. Ah, uh, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it yet. I don't See, my problem is I don't watch a lot of TV. I get so fixated on like YouTube series that I never like take the time to watch TV shows. It's a character flaw of mine, but I don't know. I, I am opposite like that. I watched a movie daily, I guess. Nice. So I watch a lot of series as well. So my favorite series is like, as I told you, uh, Money High Stand. Another one is... Uh, I watched a Marvel series. It's a Marvel series, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, nice. I, I've heard about that one, but I never got into that one. I've been watching um, WandaVision lately. Have you, have you seen that one? Uh, not yet. They only uh, put it one uh, season and they, all, they only have six episodes. Yeah. And I know that they leave a really bad suspense at the end. So oh. I don't want to... It's bad. Like, <laughs> it is bad. That. But I that, usually I usually watch when it's all up and it's done. So just like all at once you like it. Yeah. That's a very that's like the suspense is bad, but it like keeps you interested in the show. But I can like watching it all at once, like you want to know what happens immediately after. Yeah. And the, and I, I, just, I do want to say these have been like some of the roughest weeks of my life waiting <laughs> for each new episode. <laughs> so you have uh, watched all the episodes? I've watched them all to date. One did come out today, the second to last episode, and I haven't seen it yet. Uh, as of recording, I would have seen it. Well, as of recording, I have not seen it. By the time this airs, I would have. But that's going to be what I'm going to recommend this week. Uh, definitely WandaVision. And actually, by the time this does go live, all the episodes should be out. So um, if you don't want to wait, now's the perfect time to start. But uh, WandaVision has just been a roller coaster of time. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just been a roller coaster these past few weeks. And I would love nothing more to continue watching that. So if you're interested, 
I highly recommend checking out WandaVision. My friend, uh, my friend have seen that and he told me not to watch because he said you will going to be very mad after the last episode. So just oh, really? wait for it. When it all comes out, then go watch. Oh yeah, definitely. And I prefer that. I prefer that. Yeah, that's uh, have, you seen, uh, have you seen uh, Silicon Valley? No, I have not. But I, I have heard of it. It's, you are missing a lot of good stuff. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out like afterwards <laughs> once I finish the other one. <laughs> but like, yeah, like a whole thing about, and I, I don't want to get too much into this, but like a whole thing with this whole streaming service now is that whole binge watching thing. And it's just brought an entirely new way of watching television. Yeah. Which I, I think is actually pretty interesting because you, now you have, uh, it's split. You have people like, I like it this way and some people like it the other way. Yeah. It's interesting. But I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure and I'm absolutely fascinated by everything you've told me, especially that 80-20 rule. I, I, that's something I love to hear. Oh, thank you so much for that. No problem. Uh, I would say uh, we should do another podcast about only movies. We love. That could be something. But yeah, like this has been pretty, and this has actually been really fun. I'm, I'm really glad you reached out to me to like, you know, for being on this. So thank you so oh. much for that. But anyway, that is going to do it for today. Thank you all for tuning in and be sure to stick around for the rest of WMSC. I have been Kyle Pepitone, a.k.a. the Kingpin Parentheses of Spades, and you have been my guest. So just one more time. Um, actually, I do want to say this. If people are interested in learning more about you and seeing uh, some of your other artworks, where could they find you? I got Instagram at uh, Hanan Khan 92649. It's H-A-N-N-A-N-K-H-A-N and a long number 926492. Awesome. And for YouTube and podcast listeners, that'll be down in the description. For radio listeners, I'll find a way to get it up there. <laughs> but anyway, thank you all so much for watching. Have a maximum week, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.